G'day, it's Sunday, I'm Scott Gibbons and this is On The Road. So if you're ready to be on the road, I'm ready to be on the road, let's get on the road together and we're going to learn all about caravans and motorhomes and maybe some camper trailers and tents and places to go and see. We're going to explore Australia together. This is going to be fun. If you're ready, fasten the seatbelt, we're on the road. Well, happy Christmas, everyone. Happy, happy Christmas. It's just a few days before Santa Claus comes down your chimney or knocks on your front door or whatever he does. But hey, we love Santa, don't we? We love him. Now, you're going to be doing some amazing things. And maybe, maybe you're going to Tasmania. And if you are, then you've got to go to Hobart. And if you're going to Hobart, then you've got to go to Mawson's Huts. And what it is, it's a replica of Mawson's Hut, a replica. And it's just fabulous. The museum... Uh, is about 200 metres from where Mawson actually left, where his exhibition departed in 1911, 1911. So this is just the most amazing... If It's a museum, it's not big, it's only little, but I'm telling you, if you want to be enthused, excited and appreciate what those explorers did, and bearing in mind they didn't have the butte boots that we have today, they didn't have the butte clothing that we have today they didn't have all the good things that we have today you've got to go to the Mawson's Huts replica museum and it's in Hobart as I say about 200 meters from the waterfront so it's just amazing so it's it's a phenomenal thing the kids will love it you will love it it's incredibly authentic it's not expensive to go into in fact they're amazing people so you can go in there over the break it's going to be good Adults is about $15, concessions $12, kids 5 family 35 It's on the corner of Argyle and Morrison Streets. It's opposite Constitution Dock. So Constitution Dock is where all the boats go in, all the, all the yachts from the Sydney to Hobart race. So it's going to be fabulous. It's open 9 to 5 each day, and it's just the best, best, best thing. So if you get a chance, go down there, and you will learn so much. You will learn so much, I promise you. If you want to have a look at their website, then you go to Mawson's, M-A-W-S-O-N-S dash huts, H-U-T-S dot org dot A-U. That's Mawson's, M-A-W-S-O-N-S dash huts, H-U-T-S dot org dot A-U. And it's one of the best things I've ever done. Now, the council down there, the Hobart Council, are trying to trying to knock it down. They, they want to get rid of it, maybe relocate it, do something else, I don't know. Uh, but there is a, uh, when you go in, if there's an opportunity to write your protest to council, I would suggest you do that because this is just the best located bit of history in Australia. So I, I just reckon go and see it. So if you're going down to Hobart, you have a look at that. Now, there's some things coming on. There's the Tamworth Country Music Festival, and that's on January 17 to 26. If you haven't done that, then you really missed out. Now, accommodation, I'm telling you, accommodation will be hard. But you know, if you've got your, if you're ready to free camp and you're ready to go out of town a fair bit and then drive in, but when you drive in, oh, it's just fabulous. The entertainment, the the buskers in Peel Street, which is the main street, the buskers, I'm ta- the talent, the talent, incredible. Now, if you happen to miss that one or it's too close and you want to get something a little bit further away, then the Bungendore Country Music Master is on February 1 to February 2. That's the Bungendore, that's at the Bungendore Showground. 
So the Bungendore Country Music Muster, you can just Google that, Bungendore, B-U-N-G-E-N-D-O-R-E, Bungendore Country Music Muster, you will just have a ball at that one. The Casino Beef Week, ha, if you're getting ready for that, that's May 23 to June 2, May 23 to June 2, that's really good entertainment, it's a great experience, it's a country life there's a hundred really vibrant events, and you can find some more info on that at info at casinobeefweek.com. Info at casinobeefweek.com. Now, that might be a beautiful thing for you to do. I would reckon maybe, maybe a winner. Now, what else is happening? Well, there is so much. You've got, um, if you've got your caravan ready, just make sure that you haven't overpacked. Uh, make sure that you've put in more undies than you think you're going to need, put the undies in and then take out some of the other clothing because you're not going to need it. Uh, be prepared to help if you can at any fire area that you're going through. If you, they need help, then maybe they need volunteers. Even if it's just making cups of teas, that would be a wonderful thing to do. That's the Aussie spirit, isn't it? So there's some things coming up that I reckon you should do, but while, we, while we're thinking about that, Hare and Forbes, H-A-R-E and Forbes, Hare and Forbes, they're at, at Parramatta or Northmead. Fabulous people. If you want a tool, a special tool, not, not a toy tool, a special tool, if you want really good tools, then you go to Hare and Forbes. Now Hare and Forbes, they're amazing people. They are Australia-wide. They're everywhere here in Forbes. You've got them in most states of Australia. And the thing that you've got is, is that they, it's called Machinery House. So it's here in Forbes Machinery House. So if you want to, you can look up their other website, which is machineryhouse.com.au. And they're in North Mead. They're all over the place, but they are fabulous people. So if you want that super tool, a real fair income tool, not toy tools, then you go to Hare and Forbes. They are, they are beautiful. And they've got a lovely display of a couple of really old vehicles there as well. Plus, if, if you're a bit of a handyman and you want to really learn how to do stuff, have a talk to some of the people there because they've got equipment. If you want to carve something out of timber, by golly, the lathes and whatnot that they have there are phenomenal. So we've got some things coming up for you. I reckon, I reckon you might as well... You're going to look for the Christmas star on Christmas night, aren't you? You are going to look for the Christmas star. If you're going to do that, then we might as well listen to The Star by Ross D. Wiley. Ross D. Wiley, here's The Star. You enjoy that. We'll be back with you in a little while. Hey, we're going to have a break. We're going to have a break over the Christmas break, and I know you understand that because everyone wants to catch up with family. We're going to do that. But in the meantime, here comes Ross D. Wiley, The Star. There was a time we 
Rusty Wally the star and we all look for the star on Christmas night I know I do every year I go out and I have a look I even look for Santa Claus going across the moon in his sleigh I do do that but I look for I look for the boomers I don't look for the reindeer I look for the boomers because when he comes down here I know he trades the reindeer in and he goes for those six white boomers that Rolf Harris sings about. We're going to play that today too. I know uh, I know the number of people that, that contacted the station and said that is such a great song. It's so Christmassy. It's so Australian. So, yeah, we will be playing that again later. Now, beach driving. Ha-ha! <laughs> it can be a heap of fun. And in Club 4x4, they tell us about Blacksmith's Beach. Uh, it's a, a little less than two hours north of Sydney. It's regarded as offering one of the toughest and best beach drives in New South Wales. So Blacksmith's Beach is not only great driving, but you can also camp on it. And there's just check if you can have a fire. Check first. Check with the local fire brigade. Check with the council. Do whatever you want. But you can have fires and your dogs are allowed as well, depending upon, depending upon whether fires are allowed at this moment. Uh, and there's some good fishing there. There's also Blacksmith's Beach Side Holiday Park and, and uh, others in the area if you want some other facilities. But otherwise, you are there. So Blacksmith's Beach has got three access, point, uh, access points, which is along the Ocean Park Road in Belmont. Now, each vehicle requires a permit to drive on the beach. So you can choose either a seven-day permit for $33, you can have a month for $44, or you can have a year for $88. You also need to carry, obviously, an air compressor and your tire deflators, a recovery kit, your traction boards, and I would suggest your bog out as well. So 
there you go. But it's only an hour and a half northwest of Sydney is the Colo River. So if you want to go there, that's a butte spot. It's regarded as the last pristine river in New South Wales. And there's plenty of camping to be done in the area, as well as some great 4 by 4 tracks to drive. And one of the better campgrounds in the area is the Upper Colo Reserve. Upper Colo Reserve. However, you'll need to book a spot beforehand. So the costs are $12 for adults, $10 for children. And if you arrive without a booking, then you'll need to pay more. You pay $18 an adult and $13 a child. But the Upper Colo Reserve is also closed from the 10th of June to the 1st of September. But we're not in that period now. But if you're booking ahead, of course, you you don't have to do everything for Christmas. Because some of the information we give you is not just to be used straight away. You, You can just put it in your diary because that's what forward planning is all about. So other spots to stay in the area include Weenie Creek Campground. Now, Weenie is W-H-E-E-N-Y, W-H-E-E-N-Y, Weenie Creek Campground, or the privately owned Belani Camp. That's B-I-E-L-A-N-Y, B-I-E-L-A-N-Y, Belani Camp, and that's for four-wheel drivers. And the area's got plenty of tracks to explore throughout the Colo area with the G's Arm South Trail, which is one of the best-known tracks. It's a technical track with rock steps where you're likely to need a track to rebuild. You may need a winch. Uh, so it's not, not a good one if you've just got a standard height vehicle. You probably will need to have a raised suspension for that one, I reckon. Now, how do you get there? Well, to get to the Upper Colo Reserve Campground, you just follow Hulbert Road, Upper Colo. Hulbert, H-U-L-B-E-R-T, Hulbert Road, Upper Colo, where you'll, you'll turn and you'll see the left you turn off down a short track to the campground. Uh, to get to the G's Arm South Trail, you follow the Comoroy Road in Upper Colo to a fork in the road where you'll see the trail lead off on the right-hand side. But you'll have your map. You'll have your map. You'll be fine. So just follow the Comoroy. So that's Comoroy, C-O-M-L-E-R-O-Y, C-O-M-L-E-R-O-Y, C-O-M-L-E-R-O-Y Road in Upper Colo. So what do you need? Well, depending upon how serious you're going to be, of course you need your full recovery kit, a decent set of tyres. Now, decent set of tyres is one of the things that is just, it's a norm. You've got to have that. You've got to have a decent set of tyres. So don't go out if you don't have good rubber. A good set of ATs, um, MTs, mud terrains, but at least AT. So you just don't go out there with the normal standard tyres necessarily, unless you're with a group and they've got all the gear to get you out of there. So make sure if you want to stay at either Bailani Camp or the Upper Colo Reserve that you book in advance uh, or you bring payment. It's roughly three and a half hours west of Sydney is the Abercrombie River National Park. So that's home to some of the most diverse campgrounds and the best four-wheel drive tracks in New South Wales. So the Abercrombie River National Park has four main campgrounds in the area. There's Bummeroo Ford, Silent Creek, The Sink, and The Beach. Uh, now, The Beach is probably, to many people, they would say it's the pick of the bunch. It's located down a steep trail, keeping the two-wheel drives and the all-wheel drives away because there's some water crossings there that can get deep after rain. Well, we haven't had rain for a while, for far too long, so I don't know that that's going to be a problem. But hey, they're, they're talking about maybe some rain on Christmas Day, so that's good. Now, it gets its name by being next to a sandy stretch by the water. So further upstream from the campground, further upstream, there's a water hole which is ideal for swimming. And there are plenty of tra- Now, that's if there's water. <laughs> that's if there's water. There's many tracks throughout the National Park to go exploring. And one of the best of the challenge is Bald, Bald Hill Trail, which is one of the steepest tracks in the area. So how do you get there? Well, to get to the beach campground, you turn off 
the Abercrombie Fire Trail, Down Beach Road, Goldspie. Goldspie is G-O-L-S-P-I-E. Goldspie, G-O-L-S-P-I-E. So you turn off the Abercrombie Fire Trail, Down Beach Road, Goldspie, where you'll see the campsite along the river. To get to Bald Hill Trail from the beach campground, you follow the Abercrombie Fire Trail south before turning onto Middle Trail, which will eventually lead you through the centre of the National Park at Bald Hill Trail. So what do you need? Well, due to the steepness of some of the tracks, you need a four-wheel drive with low range, uh, or maybe just good hill control, uh, hill, hill scent control, hill descent control. It's a must. You do need the air compressor. You do need the tyre deflator to go with a decent set of all terrains or mud terrains to make sure that you can have a better chance of getting out of trouble. You need to bring all your own supplies, including firewood, but please check with the local fire service to see if you're allowed to do fires because we don't want any more fires getting out of control, do we? So, hey, let's have a little Christmas song. I played this one for you recently, which was so good, and the response was fabulous. And that was the Rusty Ute, the Jingle Bells with the Rusty Ute. You'll enjoy this. It is so much fun. Just just laugh along with it. Have fun because Christmas is coming. And I hope you get all the things that you want for Christmas. I hope you put your list in early. I hope Santa has read it. And uh, it's kind of, I mean, Christmas is just fun, isn't it? I, I hope you've got your Christmas tree set up. I hope you've got your lights set up. And you've got someone to spend Christmas Day with. It's always nice. I know I did a Christmas one year for... Oh, what was it? There was the, the big church in Ashfield, uh, Reverend Bill Cruz. Yeah, the Reverend Bill Cruz set up. The, uh, and I, I, I did the MC work for them one year. That is immense. That is just, that's a, an immense day. But there was a lot of people there who came along and met new people and made friends and a fabulous thing. Everybody got a present. It's a huge, huge day. So that's the Reverend Bill Cruz. So, and I just got back from doing a cruise, speaking of Bill Cruz, <laughs> I just got back from doing a cruise helping out type 1 diabetes for the Danny Foundation. That's D-A-N-I-I. So one of the things, again, and this is what we talk about, is if Christmas presents are a wonderful thing, but if you know somebody who's got everything and you don't know what to get them, then you give them a donation voucher. So you've made the donation to a charity. Might be buy a bale. Buy a bale, excellent. Might be the Danny Foundation, D-A-N-I-I Foundation. That helps type 1 diabetics amazing, amazing people. It, it could even be foster care angels, F-O-S-T-E-R, foster care angels. By golly, the things they do to help kids who are no fault at all that their parents have just uh, maybe gone off the rails, whatever. Anyway, but they go in and they help those kids. So if you get the chance to do that, it's Christmas. That's what we do, isn't it? That's what we do. So you enjoy Rusty you. It'll be a lot of fun for you. Okay, we'll be back in just a little minute. This is Scott Gibbons. You're on the road. We're on the road together and we're having fun. It's coming up to Santa Claus time. Here's Rusty. Dashing through the bush in a rusty holden ute. Kicking up the dust. Esky in the boot. Kelpie by my side. Singing Christmas songs It's summertime and I am in My singlet shorts and thongs Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Christmas in Australia On a scorching summer's day Jingle bells, jingle bells Christmas time is beautiful Oh, what fun it is to ride In a rusty old and youth 
watch the kangaroos. Swaggy climbs aboard. He is welcome too. All the family is there, sitting by the pool. Christmas Day, the Aussie way, by the barbecue. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas in Australia on a scorching summer's day. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Christmas time is mute. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a rusty olden youth. Come the afternoon. Grandpa has a doze. The kids and Uncle Bruce are swimming in their clothes. The time comes round to go. We take a family snap, then pack the car and all shoot through before the washing up. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas in Australia on a scorching summer's day. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Christmas time is beautiful. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a rusty holding youth. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a rusty holding youth. Jingle bells in a rusty holding youth. Isn't that just fabulous? I just love it. I love it. So volunteering, uh, Evan's head. This is from the Grey Nomads. Uh, the, uh, the Evans Head Fly-In, it's being held at Evans Head, which is in northern New South Wales, over the weekend of January 11 and 12 at the Memorial Evans Head Airfield. So they're again looking for volunteers to help set up the area, run the event, pack up. Uh, they generally arrive on the Wednesday or Thursday prior. They do four hours a day setting up. And on the actual weekend, they have a roster with everyone doing two one-hour shifts. And they've got a job for everyone from entrance collection, parking, campground collection and more. So there's free camping available with toilets and showers but no power. And they have a get-together every night. So that sounds a lot of fun. So the way you you get onto that one is uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Gerrard. Yeah, Jerry Gerrard. So it's G-E-R-R-Y-G-E-R-R-A-R-D-1. Numeral 1, so G-E-R-R-Y-G-E-R-R-A-R-D-1 at Outlook.com. And he'll be able to give you a lot more information on that. So that's at Evans Head, the Great Eastern Fly-In. That sounds particularly good. Now, a general farmhand is required in Meriden in Western Australia. So that's a general farmhand they want. Now, this position supports the farm doing general farm labour in preparation for seeding or harvest. Now, the duties may involve operating farm machinery, so obviously you need your licences for that, logistics, auxiliary tasks, and any other duties assigned to you. So previous experience is required for these positions during the seeding program for next year. Now this commences in April, and it's for approximately eight weeks. So you've got tractor driving and operating, large seeding rig, so you've got to operate a large seeding rig, self-propelled sprayers and various other farm machinery. Now what you get is you get free accommodation for your caravan or your motorhome, including all the outgoings. You can camp in one of their camps. You get on-site meals included during the seating program with great pay rates. So how do you find out about that one? Well, you go to Ron, R-O-N, Ron.King at Salic, S-A-L-I-C dot com. So Ron.King at Salic, S-A-L-I-C now, in addition to that, they want three cooks to cook and prepare meals. 
at the various camps, and that's so it's ideal for a couple. If you're a couple, then they'll employ both of you. So you just talk to ron.king at salic, S-A-L-I-C.com. That's in Meriden, M-E-R-R-I-D-A-N, in Western Australia. That's in April. That should be just fabulous for you. Now, if you want to do a little bit of house setting, Kyogle, K-Y-O-G-L-E, Kyogle in New South Wales. Now, they've got a 150-acre cattle farm. That's nice size, isn't it? 150 acres, that's lovely. 16 kilometres out of friendly Kyogle town in New South Wales. They like to get away, these particular people, they like to get away two to three times a year for two to three weeks each time. So any inquiries from RV travellers, they're happy, happy for you to talk to them. They've got a, an upcoming trip, so they require some farm sitters uh, who've got your own mobile accommodation. So that's planned from the 19th of March until the 7th or 9th of April 2020. We live in the very attractive, this is what they say, they live in the very attractive northern rivers on a beautiful farm with creek frontage. So again, this is from Grey Nomad. So they can provide a flat camp spot, a laundry, a toilet, water and power right beside the modern house in a lovely, lovely garden setting. So you contact them. I'll give you the email address. It's Bunda Lee, B for Bob, B-U-N-D-A-L-E-A, number one at gmail.com. So B-U-N-D-A-L-E-A numeral one at gmail.com. So that's at Kyogle. That's for house sitting. So that might be nice. And it's Scenic Rim. Uh, if you want to go to Scenic Rim in Queensland, they want a house sitter as well. Now that's from the 25th of April to the 26th of May inclusive at Scenic Rim in Queensland. Now they live on a beautiful 40 beautiful bush acres, peaceful. They've got creeks, but there's no water at the moment. But hopefully by April, it will have rained. Lovely walks in a new wheelchair-friendly house and all rooms and large deck facing north. And it's 15 minutes from Boona and five minutes from Lake Maroon. Lots of birds, native flora and fauna. They've got four metre circular above ground swimming pool. That's a lovely size. A large organic vegetable garden and orchard. And they'd love someone to look after their old dog, Mr. Chips and Millie, and give Fred, which is the old stock horse, a morning feed, and keep an eye on Cozy and Mustang, their goats, and of course, Mini Moo and Maxi Moo, which are low-line heifer and wagyu heifer, and feed their six free-range chooks and six geese. So that's a lovely thing. That's at Scenic Rim in Queensland. So that's the email for that is CST, so Charlie Sierra Tango, CST numeral 2, at tpg.com.au. So that's lovely. So volunteering's always a thing to do. I know we were talking to you about volunteering for the Toyota Land Cruiser Club when they do their Willow Glen four-wheel drive challenge. That's a big event. That's their biggest event of the year. It's normally, I think, the October long weekend. So if you want to do that, they're always looking for volunteers. And again, you should be joining if you haven't, uh, and you're into four-wheel driving and you really like it, join a four-wheel drive club. That's one of the best things you can do because the four-wheel drive club, they're, they're responsible for teaching you how to do it properly and safely in your four-wheel drive. And, and they go away. You've got mates to go away with automatically just by joining the club. Everyone wants to have someone to tag along with. So you've got people with like minds, like interests already happening. So that's a winner. I think you've got to do that. If you're speaking a winner, then I think Santa Claus is a winner. If you're going to have a winner, then you've got to have six white boomers because when Santa Claus hits the Australian side of, of the hemisphere, then he's going to have his boomers traded in. He gets his boomers, trades in those reindeers, and he gets the boomers. So 
you have a, a little listen to this. It's 6Y Boomers, it's Rolf Harris, it's Christmas time. Hey, you're with Scott Gibbons, you're on the road, and we love being with you. Hey, thanks again for all your feedback during the... This is, do you know this is our 20th show? This is our 20th... This is the anniversary day. This is the 20th show that we've done for you. The feedback, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I just can't imagine that you've been so quick to take it up. And I've, I've asked you numerous times to say, pass on the information to other people. Let us know. We've got listeners around the world now. You know, whether it be Canada, whether it be England, whether it be New Zealand, we've got them all over the place, plus Australia. And you're telling other folks about the show, and that's nice. Because what we try and do is bring you a show that's a little bit more hands-on, a little bit more real, telling you about real stuff, not all the, the gobbledygook and, and giggles. We try and give you real stuff. So if you're happy, and, and that's the feedback we're getting, is you're happy with the show and we thank you for that. That's the best Christmas present we could have. So here we go. You, you're going to enjoy Six White Boomers. Rolf Harris, have a listen to this. It is a great song. All right. And Christmas time is coming. We'll hear from you. We'll be back in just a little minute. In Australia, Christmas comes in the middle of a very hot summer, so... When Santa Claus delivers his presents, he's not taken round by reindeer because they can't stand the terrible heat. He's taken round by six big white old man kangaroos called the Six White Boomers. Early on one Christmas day, a joey kangaroo was far from home and lost in a great big zoo. Mummy, where's my mummy? They've Taken her away. We'll help you find your mommy, son. Hop up on the sleigh. So up beside the bag of toys, little Joey hopped. But they hadn't gone far when Santa stopped. Unharnessed all the reindeer and Joey wondered why. Then he heard a far-off booming in the sky. White boomers, snow white boomers, racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, on his Australian run. Pretty soon old Santa began to feel the heat, took his fur-lined boots off to cool his feet. Into one popped Joey, feeling quite okay. While those old man kangaroos kept pulling on the sleigh Hey, six white boomers, snow white boomers Racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun Six white boomers, snow white boomers On his Australian run Then Joey said to Santa Santa, what about the toys? Aren't you giving some to these girls and boys? Well, they've all had their presents, Sonny We were here last night this trip is an extra trip, Joey's special flight. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, on his Australian run. Soon the sleigh was flashing past right over Marble Bar. Slow down there, cried Santa. It can't be far. Hop up on my lap here, son, and have a look around. There, there she is. That's Mummy bounding up and down. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, on his Australian run. 
Well, that's the bestest Christmas treat that Joey ever had. Curled up in Mother's pouch, feeling snug and glad. The last they saw was Santa heading northwards from the sun. The only year the boomers worked a double run. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, on his Australian run. Ah, Six White Boomers, it's not Christmas. If you don't play Six White Boomers, you just got to do it. I just love the vision of the Six White Boomers coming across the sky. I think it's just fabulous. So there's a thought, there's a thought that we should have a defibrillator in our RVs. And it's not a silly thought, not a silly thought at all. So in withoutahitch.com.au, they're saying, should you have a defibrillator? in your in your boat or your rv and what they're saying is you've seen it in the movies the star of the show is lying motionless in a hospital bed and then the dreaded high-pitched beep comes blaring through the cinema speakers and the bedside monitor shows a flat line and then concerned loved ones come in and scream and weep and the doctors and nurses come running in wielding a defibrillator which looks more like a couple of household clothes irons, and then they whack them on the star's bare chest and they hit a few buttons on a machine and a zap of electricity jolts the star off the bed and back to life. And that may be Hollywood, but take a little bit of waffle out of that. It's pretty near true. So they're saying that as far as must-haves in your RV, then a defibrillator is something that is very close to being a must-have. And, okay, they're a little bit... Dearer may be for a one-off, depending upon how much your health and your life is worth. However, if there's, say, half a dozen of you going on a tour, then you've got to like those other people. And I think if everybody pitches in and buys one, or if your club, your RV club, your caravan club, your motorhome club, whatever it be, pitches in and buys one, and then you take that away with you on your group tour, by golly, that could just save someone's life. So a defibrillator or automatic external defibrillator, which is an AED, is a piece of highly sensitive medical equipment which has the ability to analyse a human heart's electrical activity. So based on the information gathered through this analysis, the machine detects if a shock is required to help reset the heart's rhythm. And if so, well, it'll deliver the shock to the patient using the charge stored in the inbuilt battery. So if a patient's unconscious, so this is when you need to use it, if a patient's unconscious and not breathing, then CPR should commence immediately and a defibrillator should be applied. Now, the beauty of these devices is their ability to simplify an extremely stressful situation. So modern defibrillators have limited buttons to avoid confusion. They've got built-in speakers to deliver an audio prompt to the responding first aiders. And when the instructions are followed and the pads applied to the patient's bare chest, the defibrillator will analyse the heart rhythm and determine if a shock is necessary. Now, if a shock's required, then the audio prompts will tell the responders what to do. And similarly, if a shock isn't required, the device will inform the responders of this. So as a result... There's no chance of harming a patient with a defibrillator when used according to the manufacturer's instructions. So why do you need a defibrillator? Well, it's, it's an essential part of first aid treatment for a person suffering a cardiac arrest, a heart attack, 
It's easy to think it won't happen to me, but according to the 2018 review of Safe Work Australia, 30,000, 30,000 Aussies every year have a heart attack and it's fatal for them. 30,000. So in Australia, the survival rate of a sudden cardiac arrest is estimated to be about 12%. So that's about 88% don't make it. So 12% do. Now, the figure is due to many reasons, but predominantly because of the requirement for time-critical treatment, leading training authority, australianfirstaid.com.au, estimates that for every minute that the defibrillation is delayed, a patient's chance of survival decreases by 10%. Every minute that the, that the defibrillation is delayed, the patient's chance of survival decreases by 10%. Now, couple that with the average ambulance response time in Australia, in the metropolitan area, is around 16 minutes, it starts to paint, as they say, a very worrying picture. Now, consider the unthinkable occurring when you're in some remote area that you're going to visit with your RV or your boat or whatever, and that picture can become a nightmare. So a defib will cost you two to $3,000. might seem a lot of money, but when you consider that it's genuinely a life-saving device, it's really a little bit of money to pay. But, as I say, maybe your club will pitch in. Maybe the group that you're going with will all pitch in and everyone's got it whenever they need it. And I think that's probably pretty good. That's a pretty good thing to do. So what else has happened? Well, we should have another song, I reckon. I reckon we should. Now, I would think if you've got a defibrillator, then you're counting on somebody. Huh? You're, you're counting on them to have that with you. If somebody has a heart attack, you're counting on them to have that defibrillator with them and be able to use it. So what about Johnny O'Keefe? J-O-K, I'm counting on you. You enjoy this. I don't mean to sound really sad coming up to Christmas like that. What I want you to do is to be around for more and more and more Christmases. And that... It's just a little bit of advice that I think we've got to suck it up, take it in, and maybe, maybe, if you've got it, buy one. Buy one. Put it in your RV, and if it doesn't save you, maybe you're out on the road and it saves somebody else. And what a beautiful present that is, not just at Christmas time. That's a lovely thing to do. So, J-O-K, I'm counting on you, and I reckon everybody's counting on you to have a defibrillator with you. Okay, you enjoy that. We'll be back with you in just a little while. It's Sunday. I'm Scott Gibbons. We're going to have a break. Uh, this is our 20th show. We're coming into Christmas, so we'll have a little break until the new year. I know from the feedback you've been giving us that you're loving the show, and thank you for that. We like to get your feedback, and we like to adjust things and tweak things to make you happy. So here's Johnny O'Keefe. I'm counting on you. I, I, I'm counting on Since we met, darling, I've been keeping score Every day I count your charms Every day I love you more It's plain to see why you're the lover that I waited for I Your smile, your voice, your touch I'm counting the little things you tell me That move me oh so much 
I'm counting your kisses and caresses And cause I thrill as I do For I'm, I'm counting on you I found you The days and nights divine I'm counting the dreams I built around you Because your love is mine I'm counting on happiness forever Oh, lover, always be true Oh, Johnny O'Keefe, isn't he good? Isn't he good? He was known as the wild one, and yet some of the songs he sings are just so, so gentle. I, I think he was a fabulous artist and just world famous, world famous. Deserved all the fame he got. So there's 2020 coming up. We said 2020 is happening. You've got to do your plans for 2020. If you're going to do your plans for 2020, then you need to have 2020 vision. I think that makes sense. So according to Camper Trailer Lifestyle, there's no doubt about it, Cape York, the Victorian high country, and the Simpson Desert are almost on every off-road traveller's must-do list. But must-do is another area that I reckon, and I'm, I'm going to put this on my list right now, which is South Australia's Flinders Ranges, and it's known throughout the world, throughout the world as an absolute geological wonderland. Now, the Flinders Ranges is jam-packed with fair income reasons to visit. For the people that did this tour, it was the sheer beauty of the whole region. And that just keeps them coming back year after year. And they reckon every camper trailer owner should experience the Flinders Ranges for themselves. And they reckon a real highlight is visiting the quaint little country towns along the way. And, and that's the little campsites, the little town of Yunta, which is about 200 kilometres west of Broken Hill and home to a classic outback pub and a couple of roadhouses. And there's not a whole lot more, but there's the ruins of the abandoned mining town of Walkeringa. And that rates highly for them as far as interesting places to visit. And then there's an endless array of wide open plains to keep the kids entertained as they put their eagle eyes to good use. And with any luck, they'll spot a mob of kangaroos or emus taking shade under what few trees are dotted along the plains. So they took a turn to the west at the aptly named North Flinders Road, which lies just west of the massive, uh, massive Lake Frome. Uh, and the incredible Chambers Gorge campground was their first campsite for the trip. And Chambers Gorge is not only, according to them, breathtakingly beautiful, but it's also home to a very impressive Aboriginal rock collection, rock, rock area which are actually engravings, engravings rather than the more common paintings that most of us may be familiar with. So it really is first class exploring at its finest. 
So leaving the gorge behind, they embarked on a very leisurely drive through some amazing country, some scenery, to the little town of Blinman, a curious little settlement that owes its existence to mining. And the old copper mines are worth checking out, they reckon. They reckon you'll be amazed with stories of how hard the men, <coughs> pardon me, and the children worked back in the day. And yes, that's right, the children worked as well. And I think that, that sort of says a heck of a lot, because kids... Yeah, kids did a lot more then, didn't they? They did. They did a lot more. So what else did they do? Well, after experiencing everything Blinman had to offer, they reckon it was time to make the leisurely drive to the Parachuna Gorge campground, which is where you start to get the feel of just how amazing the Flinders Ranges really are. And they say, make no mistake, the the campground itself will take your breath away. So take the time to enjoy the scenery of the gorge and of the soft morning light and the ranges and the gorges giving way to vast open plains on the western side of the ranges. And when you're ready to keep moving, then head to Parachina for some camel sausages, some emu patties and kangaroo steaks with the Prairie Hotel's infamous roadkill platter. By golly, that sounds good, doesn't it? So they also suggest keep plenty of distance between the members of your convoy because the dust out there can really hang in the air for ages and you don't want any of that in your engine. And let me tell you, dust in the engine is not good. I think I'm going through that right at the very moment. I'm just waiting for a report to come through, but I think that's one of the things that's killed my engine. So, (coughs) pardon me. And then be prepared for extremes when it comes to packing clothes. Bear in mind, dust in the engine, it can be as simple as whoever's done your service may be not putting in the correct filter. So they maybe didn't use a factory filter, they used a cheaper filter, and that could just be the problem. I don't know. So the days can be brutally hot, but the nights can be bitterly cold, so make sure you come prepared. And take extra care on the winding gorge roads. Some of those roads can become quite narrow, and the oncoming traffic isn't as always as caring and considerate as you are. So expect the unexpected. I think that sort of says a whole lot of things. So Take your barbecue with you, check out, check the fire, check the fire rules, check with the the local fire brigade is what you can do, but if you've got a barbecue with you, then sometimes that can really be just the best thing. Uh, Stock up and save as you, you know, when you're travelling, stock up on on all the gear that you want to get. I, I prefer to buy local. I know it costs a bit more. I know it costs a bit more. But... They are there. They've had to get the the shop. They've had to lease the shop. They've had to stop the shop. They don't get as much passing trade as the city shops do. They deserve to get a little bit. I mean, it's costing them extra anyway. So maybe, maybe they're not making much out of it anyway. But they are there and they're giving you the convenience. So don't just go in and buy an ice block if you can try and shop a bit more because I think that's something that you know we should consider doing. We've got to help. We've got to help our bushy friends, haven't we? We've got to help our little country cousins. So that's one of the things you've got to do. I've got another song for you that I want to play. I, I think you're going to love this. It's Billy Thorpe. If you like Billy Thorpe, I think Billy Thorpe is just fabulous. So one of the places that you've got to go is, and we go bush, and I don't want you to pick up Poison Ivy, but if you do, this is Poison Ivy. This is Billy Thorpe. Hey, just bop along with this. I reckon you're just going to like it. It's Poison Ivy. You will enjoy it. Billy Thorpe. I went to his funeral. By golly, that was sad. Well, it wasn't a funeral. Funeral was in the in a big. Um, I think it was a Sydney Entertainment Centre, and they put a big memorial on for him. Ah, oh, sad, sad. But Billy thought it was just great. Here it is now. We're getting ready for Poison Ivy. Good idea. She comes on black like a rose. 
everybody knows She'll get you in dodge Well, you can look, but you better not Poison She's crazy She'll really do your win If you let her get under your skin Poison Boys and Ivy, eh? Billy Thorpe, I just love his sound. Now, uh, you've got things planning for 2020, no doubt, I would reckon, and one of the things you might want to consider doing, and I think there's only two spots left. I think there's only two spots left, and that's the Variety, it's a children's charity, Variety Four-Wheel Drive Adventure. Now, what it is, if you've got a four-wheel drive with low range, then come on this. It's, uh, it's going to be from about the 21st of March to the 27th of the March, so that's about a week, and we get the best fun. So we're going to head off from Foster, head to Old Bar, Port Macquarie, Kempsey, Nimbucka Heads, Coffs Harbour, and all of it, as much as possible, is off-road. Now, there's beach runs and there's creek crossings and fire trails. There's no camping. It's a turnkey event, so that means that you get proper accommodation. So it's really good motel accommodation. Best in town 
from any of the places that we go. So it's going to be a beauty. Now, I've done nine of these, and they always go to a different different place. And this one's just going to be, just, I reckon it's going to be terrific. So you're going to get good experienced or in really good quality four-wheel driving, great tracks, great scenery, great accommodation, exceptional food and wine. So your food and wine, for much of it, that's all included. You'll visit a remote school. Uh, you'll help uh, donate because the the fundraising that's already taking place, that will buy some goodies for the school, for disabled kids, for special needs kids. So that's going to be good. There's fun and entertainment. You're going to have a great time doing it. You'll meet terrific people. The accommodation, as I say, is included. Official meals are included. Entertainment's included. There's merchandise. There's nightly happy hours, so that's all included as well. And it's fabulous. Now, it, it does cost you. It does cost you. Now, a lot of it is tax deductible. But if you want to, I think it's around about six and a half grand. Round figure is about six and a half thousand dollars. And I've done, uh, this will be my tenth one. So it, it's going to be good. Now, what have Variety done of late? Well, they've just sent out their figures. This year, they've helped 30,392 kids. 30,392 kids. They gave $3.7 million in grants. $3.7 million in grants. That's, that's just wonderful. So it's going to cost you around about $6,500. And uh, they'll tell you exactly how much. And if you want to find out more, then you go to Variety. Uh, let's see. If you had a motoring event, motoring events at varietynsw.org.au. So motoring events at varietynsw.org.au. Or give Stuart Telfer a call on 02-9819-1009. 02-9819-1009. Now allow that Christmas time is coming up and the show's on Sunday. So maybe he's on holidays, but if you send an email, they will get it. I'll give it to you again, motoring events, one word, at varietynsw, varietynsw.org.au, and you will just have the best time. So that's in March, March 21 to March 27. It is great. It's called the Variety Four-Wheel Drive Adventure. Now, what else is coming up? Well, Watson's Leisure Centre, if you're going up Coffs Harbour Way, then you better pop in and see Watson's Leisure Centre. They are just terrific. Now, they've got the Jayco range. They've got new. They've got service. They've got whatever you want. So they are just terrific people. So they've got the Watson's Leisure Centre. It's your one-stop shop for all of your outdoor and RV experiences. And they really help make your life of leisure really easy. They've got over 30 years' experience. They're a family-owned business. <coughs> Pardon me. They've got a, a reputation for being industry leaders. The customers buy from them because it's a one-stop shop. And truly, they're great people. I've met them. I know them. I've been up there numerous times, and they are great people. So they've got over 38 years' experience in the industry, exceptional delivery experience. Just to pick up your van takes a couple of hours while they show you everything about it. Their pricing is very, very competitive. They've got everything. So Jayco, they are the Jayco dealer for the for the north part of the world. Uh, they've got Camping World as well. They've got Take a Break, Caravan Hire, and they've got Let's Go. So fabulous. So if you want to contact them, it's Watson, Watson's Leisure Centre. Watson'sLeisureCentre.com.au and they're in Beautiful Coffs Harbour. You're just going to love Coffs Harbour. It's lovely. So when you go into town, you will see them. They've got a huge area, just huge. And they're expanding again. So fabulous. Hey, and don't forget, don't forget our friends at 
machineryhouse.com.au, machineryhouse.com.au. Now, you can become a machinery house mate. So they've got online promotions, exclusive offers. They'll track your orders. You can do click and collect. There's a paperless warranty. You get newsletters, the latest releases, competitions. And depending upon how much you spend, you'll you'll get some money back. So you go to machinerywhouse.com.au, machinerywhouse.com.au. That's part of Heron Forbes. Heron Forbes are at North Mead. Fabulous people. You will love them a lot. Now, you better have another song. I reckon you deserve another song. What about... What about we do another another Billy Thorpe and we, we know Christmas is coming and we know Santa's coming and we know Santa's coming this, this very week in fact and he's going to be flying through the sky and he's going to go maybe, maybe and we hope, we hope that there's some rain. If there's some rain then there's going to be a rainbow so what about we do another Billy Thorpe and we do Billy Thorpe over the rainbow. But in the meantime... I'm Scott Gibbons, this is On The Road, and I want to say Happy Christmas to you, Happy Christmas to all those you love. And if you would, please drive safe, keep an eye out for everybody else, keep an eye out for those that just don't listen to the show and don't care, because we want you listening to us next year. And I've really enjoyed, this is our 20th show, I've really enjoyed being with you, thank you for your feedback, you have a great Christmas. Here's Billy Thorpe, Over The Rainbow, you enjoy that, we'll see you next year. Thanks for listening, good on you. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high. Thank you. 
someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me. Troubles melt like lemon drops Away above the chimney tops That's where you'll find me Well, somewhere over the rainbow Bluebirds fly Santa Claus is coming to town. I'm Scott Gibbons. You've been on the road with us for 20 weeks. Can you believe it? 20 weeks already and we've had a great time with you and I know from the feedback that you've been having a great time with us and thank you for that. We really appreciate, really do appreciate your support. So we want you to have a really safe Christmas, a happy Christmas, a wonderful Christmas for all of those people that you love. If you're getting some time off, have a great holiday. And do all the things right, be careful of those bushfires, and just look after everyone and everything. We want you back with us in 2020. In the meantime, Happy Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2020. This is Scott Gibbons. You're on the road. We're on the road together. See you in 2020.